Hey guys, and welcome to the next episode of the Shane Walsh Fitness Podcast. So today is a very, very special episode. Today is episode 192, but it's also one of those episodes that you guys seem to enjoy the most. I put something up in my stories last night about who people wanted on or what topics people wanted to kind of discuss. And the thing that kind of came in an awful lot was the client episodes. And I think the client episodes have bring a sense of that things are possible it also shows a human side and that our own problems aren't our own problems that everyone else has has the same problems and have gone through something else so i'm really excited for today's guest uh and have worked with jane for a while and we're talking off air and the difference in Anne's demeanor and her eyes and how happy she is now after finishing up with jane and stuff and jane, you only finished up with jane on sunday so and um, thank you so much for coming on hi thank you for having me so and i'm gonna let you do most of the talking i'm gonna have a cup of tea and chill out and fall asleep uh but for yourself can you talk to us about yourself what your background was uh, and what made you kind of get in, in touch with uh, ourselves um yeah so i I think, I mean, before this, I was trying to think back on, you know, how best to put the background and, and to get more information on me. But I guess for the last seven years, definitely, I feel like I've been on a weight loss journey, um, can't, like whether it was swimming clubs, whether it was calorie counting, anything like that. I, I feel like I've constantly been on a weight loss journey. And I think if I look back to primary school, secondary school, I was relatively like comfortable in my skin. And I don't think I ever was, you know, you know, the normal amount or whatever. I never thought to myself, I wish I was this, I was that. It was definitely when I went into college. Um, I became, I started to gain a little bit, a bit more weight, definitely in second year. And it started to come to a stage where I was feeling really uncomfortable in myself. And even thinking back then, I wouldn't have had a clue how much I weighed. It didn't even, that never entered my head. But I remember it back then, I guess, slimming clubs was the thing that people did and so I thought to myself you know I'm feeling uncomfortable in myself I want to lose a bit of weight I'll go to a slimming club and I joined that in November 2013 and I surprised myself with how well I did and how I think I lost over two stone that time in about four months and I I think that shocked me then I remember how how great I felt in myself and you know how much I thought like great that's it now job done out the door I've lost my weight I can continue on now with everything and I guess as time went on I started to realize that wasn't the case and definitely after time I started to slowly put the weight back on but with that came you know all these kind of negative thoughts of myself and going down a vicious circle where right okay I've gained weight I'll go back now for a few months okay now whatever and then constantly and then over the years I guess it was things like I have a wedding coming up, I want to fit into this dress or I have a holiday coming up or I have Christmas time coming up, I want to do this. And it was just constant chasing a number on the scales constantly. Because I think when I had lost the weight from the swimming club the first time, it was just a bit over two stone. So I think I was down to like 10 stone six, 10 stone four, something like that. So that was a number in my head. I always thought like, right, once I get down to that, I'll be happy that you'll be happy when that 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 idea and I um yeah so I guess over those last seven years that's kind of not that I was chasing this particular number on the scale but that it was that feeling of feeling good in myself the reason I started day one was because I wasn't feeling good in myself and then I did lose the weight and I did start to feel good in myself but it was like the how I felt in my clothes how I looked as opposed to how I was feeling in my mind and in my head and stuff so I guess the last probably 
three, two years, I've definitely been thinking, right, I need to fix, like I need to start feeling a bit more confident in myself when not in how I look, but how I feel in my head. And, you know, I, I guess I had picked up bad habits in, in those years of swimming clubs and avoiding certain foods or even avoiding like social time, like nights out with my friends or my family, you know, going out for a meal with my friends and deliberately eating before I leave the house just so that when I go with them I'm like oh I'm not hungry I'm just gonna have a cup of tea or whatever you know and it was affecting like in like those things are times you're meant to embrace and enjoy but I wasn't I was avoiding them and I was finding myself being that almost a friend in the group that was always on some sort of diet or some sort of plan and yeah it was kind of like just something I was I was just getting sick of it and I definitely find coming in or coming out of or going into lockdown rather that was definitely a time where you know you're not seeing anybody and I I went back into really bad habits like with them just overeating in the evening times and that sluggish feeling like I mean going to bed every evening I'd feel rubbish I'd feel really crap on myself and it just continued and I gained I gained a good bit of weight then in the first lockdown and stuff so I that then brought me to where I am now I think with wanting to do something for me not for anyone else, but for me and to feel good in myself again. Um, or again, I mean, to actually just cut, like to feel good and get rid of all those other thoughts I'd have had beforehand and everything. So yeah, I definitely needed to do something to fix certain habits I had built in my life from those seven years ago to now. And I definitely feel that I have achieved that in these last three months. And I'm surprising myself even as time goes on now, how much I've actually, edu- how much I've educated myself in the way of thinking and the way of looking at things from before I would have, um, yeah, so that's probably one big long spiel. No, but I think, <laughs> but I think there's, so many, there's so many things in there that I think a lot of people are going to resonate with the fact, the, the, the stuff on managing occasions and managing mm. nights, nights out or meals out and things opening back up. People are always like looking for this kind of like secret or they're looking for this one mechanism that will suit everyone. Everyone's completely different. And like, I know we put something into the group yesterday of how to manage holidays and stuff. There was like 15 or 16 things on it. And one of those might work for someone, but another Mm. one, like number seven might work for someone and number number nine or number 10 might work Mm. for another person. So it's very people dependent, but you mentioned something off air to me and you mentioned to it there regarding the kind of like looking for a certain number on the scales. Mm -hmm. And I'll be happy when that famous sentence that is always there. I'll be happy when I'm a certain number on the scales. How did you, because you were talking about when you're filling in the form. Yes. To me off air. Yeah. How did you, I'm going to let you talk about it because you were talking to me off air about it, like mm-hmm. how you spotted it and how you were like chopping and changing it all the time. Arguing with myself. Yeah. So I think, like I said there, when I had lost the weight with the swimming club the first time, I got to a certain weight. And in my head, that's the way that I need to be. That's the way that made me look great. That's the way that people noticed I had lost weight. That's what I need and all that. So when I got, when I had signed up to Shane Moss Fitness and I was given the questionnaire, and the, one of the questions was, What's your goal weight? And <clears throat> this thought in my head thought, Oh, Anne, now's your chance. It's your chance to get the weight you want to get. And I was arguing with myself and just saying, it's not about, like, even before I'd have done anything with Jane, I knew I knew I wasn't doing this to be a certain weight on the scale. This isn't why I was joining something. I, I knew I was needing to do this for myself and to start picking up healthier habits and better nutrition and just a better lifestyle. So I, I a good probably 10 minutes writing the number down, erasing it. Well, I won't. I, and I'm, I'm so happy. 
that I never did. And I'd say maybe even the first week I was with Jane, I probably in the back of my head thought, oh, should I put down a weight? Like maybe, maybe that might change the way things. I don't know what was going through my head. And I'm so happy now I didn't because even now looking back, it would have totally of just consumed my mind over the three months thinking, oh, well, how far am I away from this? I mean, am I close? I mean, this, and it really didn't, it really didn't matter at the end of the day. And another thing I was saying beforehand, how we, we worked in kgs and I would have always worked in stones and pounds. So majority of the time when I was with Jane, I had a clue how much I weighed because I converted the scales to kg and I just left it at it. And I could see a number going down. Didn't know, you know, I had a very, like an idea, but it didn't, it didn't matter because everything else, like how I was feeling started to take, like was paramount. How I, how I felt, how I felt each morning waking up, that bloated feeling, that, you know, feeling sluggish, how I started to feel in my clothes, just in myself and my confidence, like my, I felt like my work life improved, my relations improved, everything around me started to improve because of these changes I was making with Jane, mindfully, the mindfulness around everything else. And instead of chasing this number on a scale, I was just chasing feeling good in myself. That's all I wanted. And I remember saying that to someone before, that if you bottle and sell that feeling of feeling good in yourself, that, like that's what everyone's chasing for. And like no one's looking for, I know sometimes like I, have conversations with people like oh I'll be happy if I could if I could just see 10 if I could just see nine if I could just and I'm like what the hell are you going to see when you get to that then because as soon as you get to it you're just going to keep looking for something else you know there's never going to be this right I'm happy like I haven't a clue how much I weigh right now because it doesn't matter I know I'm comfortable in my skin and if I'm going like if I'm hanging out with my friends or if I'm going away for a couple of days and like you know let myself you know just enjoy myself and I'm like all right okay I need to tape this back a little bit maybe it's, it doesn't need to be like, well, I'll just wait till Monday, which would have always been the way I'll start again on Monday. Or, or do you know what? I might as well just wait a little while because I have a few nights out coming up. I'll, before, I would have been like, oh, I'll, I'll go back to the Slimming World this Monday. And, you know, I won't put my money towards something unless I've got nothing else in the way to, to get in the way of it, basically. So, yeah. So definitely by not choosing a goal weight it just opened my mind to so much more and I know if it even if I had I reckon I would have come to this understanding in the end anyway but I really am happy with myself at the start that I didn't and I think that was one thing too because when Jane and I had the zoom before I ever started with her she said there and then she said oh I'm so happy you don't have a goal weight and I was like oh okay great you know that is good I don't have a goal weight like I don't need a goal weight like I'm not it was never about the aesthetic you know, results in the end. It wasn't about, and that was another thing too that Jane spoke about from day one. Uh, it's not about the before and after, it's about the after after. And that was it because I was an all or nothing girl. I was all, I'm either on it or I'm not. I was never kind of, I was just either absolutely everything to the letter of the law or not at all. And even hearing Jane say that then, it was exactly what I needed to hear and it'll carry me through. It carried me through those three months and it's carrying me through now. It's not about I mean, I'm not, I'm nothing like what happens at the end. Like, I mean, I'm still <laughs> planning to live my life. You know, I need to, I need to look to the future as well, while also picking up these brilliant new habits and focusing on my nutrition without it consuming my life in a way it would have done before, without it affecting me having a social life or just having, you know, enjoying myself. It doesn't, it doesn't affect it anymore. And I think I needed to go on this nearly seven year journey to get to that stage of, <laughs> of where I'm at now. And I mean, I don't look back in regret or anything like that. I just think, thank God that I've kind of gotten to where I am now and I can kind of, you know, learn from mistakes and hopefully, you know, teach others as well. I think um, what you, I think what you've said there, and I, I can hear Jane, like just, <laughs> just high-fiving herself. 
So Jane, if you're listening, you deserve a high five. It's not, it's the after after. Mm-hmm. It's not the it's not the before and after picture. And I know we put up before and after pictures, but there's also the after after. There's there's pictures we don't put up, there's stories that we don't put up. There's stories that can't be put into a picture that we put up. Um and it's it's really important that someone does realize that it's not just a before and after and that it's about kind of like having your life the way you want it to do. And I think also I've spoken about this and Dallas has spoken about this, Jane has spoken about this. Sometimes you have to have had the shit time in order to appreciate the good time where you're at right now. And you said those seven years were like the journey for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that you regret them or anything like that, but it's made you appreciate where you're at now. Um mm-hmm. And I think that's a massive credit to yourself for being in that place, looking to change things for yourself. Um, because I don't think ultimately change is hard. I think change is uncomfortable. But if someone's willing to change certain things, then it becomes a hell of a lot easier. And sometimes we can get caught up on our own BS um, a little bit too much. And we all have baggage. We all have stuff going on. We all have these thoughts that come in and they're fleeting self-belief things or whatever it may be. But it's important. And I, and I love that other sentiment that you said about what I weigh now doesn't matter. That's mm-hmm. an amazing line. That's the caption. That's the, <laughs> the soundbite. Um, you mentioned other changes. And I know I spoke, I spoke to Jane kind of before, like the other day to kind of talk about what to talk about. And one of the things that, you guys worked on was kind of coming off the pill uh, mm-hmm. learning to understand your cycle and how it impacted you as a person mentally physically and how this actually empowered you and mm-hmm. um, so if you talk about that a little bit mm-hmm. um yeah so i think i mean definitely in the last year nearly two years of lockdown i was definitely listening to a lot of podcasts and reading a lot of things when it comes to uh, the contraceptive pill and things like that so I had thought about coming off it and I was like oh well I won't I and then everything kind of happened together I was out for a walk one day and I was listening to your podcast with Jen's journey oh, yeah. and that that was it was after listening to that then that I was like right I gotta I gotta do something I gotta sign up and I think that evening you posted that there was like two spaces and I'm like right it's a sign I'm doing it let's do it so then with that then I think I was listening to something else to do with the contraceptive pill and before I had actually spoken one to one with Jane. I had already made that decision. I said, right, I'm actually, I'm going to come off it. And I was saying that to her. And she was like, that's great. She was like, cool, we'll see how we get on and everything like that. So, but before I had made that decision, I, in the back of my head, I said, will I? Oh, what if I come off this pill now and it might make me gain weight? You know, all those thoughts that we'd have had before I even went on it, you know, these myths and everything. So that was one of the reasons I didn't want to come off it for a while, which sounds ridiculous now when I say it. But um, I'm really, really glad I did it when I did because as well as taking on all these new brilliant, like learning about my nutrition a little bit more, feeding my body what it needed and learning about the fiber, protein, all that, I was benefiting from that my body was. But it was also, you know, my natural hormones were coming back again and I was starting to understand my cycle, I think, more than I ever, probably than I ever had in my whole life um when it came to say feeling hungry and you know if my appetite was to increase around a certain time of the month before you know I was saying it to Jane I was like you know you think you're you're on your period oh I'm gonna I I, I deserve to you know I'm on my period that's why and, you know it was an excuse you know if, if you were really if you overate or whatever I'm on my period or whatever but I started between everything I did with Jane before all of this I knew I started to notice that it was the week before I had my period that I would feel really, uh, my appetite would be larger. And I was able to come about that with the right approach for me and without then feeling like sluggish or anything like that, which, you know, I was 
for years I was almost feeding on to all of that and making myself feel worse than I I needed to because those times now I don't find them anyway like I don't dread it I kind of think even the week of my period I'm feeling pretty good and then the week after I feel great you know I'm embracing every stage of it rather than looking at it as a oh god you know just embracing every stage of it and just you know making it work what's best for me and I just think I've always been really I've been very regular in that kind of way so I'm very lucky in that sense and I would have never like I'd have had very bad periods when I was very young but that kind of slowly lessened as I got older but you know instead of looking at it as such a negative thing I look at it as such a positive thing now because I can kind of focus in on it and make it you know make myself feel better around this time and just listening to my body more and just giving it what it needs so definitely I feel if I hadn't done that then I don't know what way it'd it'd be now I just my only regret was not doing it sooner honest to god I wish I had done it like five uh, years ago I wish I had I don't understand you know and I think a lot of it goes back to just you know giving it to you know it was just the thing you did you go to the doctor they give it to you there was kind of no questions asked yeah yeah no, and I, th- I think there's an important caveat that I have to put out there like there mm-hmm. is I'm not pro pill I'm not anti pill I'm pill for like it has to be the per- the person's decision it has to be the relationship the, the relationship the people are in as well if they if they want to come off the pill and stuff it, it has to be that way um but there are a lot of myths around it you mentioned kind of the weight gain being on it or coming off it and stuff like that water fluctuations hormone fluctuations it's it's generally that's what it is and if someone has struggled with their eating kind of um before going on the pill that's generally where the weight can't ensue because it may not have the the regulation around their emotions or their hunger and that's when generally where the weight gain can consume but it doesn't really uh, cause any weight gain but i think for yourself it's it's empowering to to see it from your point of view and how it's impact as you going forward in your own relationship mm-hmm. and f- relationship with yourself most importantly or everything else um and understanding that it's giving you the freedom of how to understand your body and fuel your body when and it's it's as a man i'll never understand it psychologically and that's one thing that i oh and myself and dallas have to say on a daily basis we'll never understand it psychologically but we can read about it we can whatever learn about it but the fact that you now know when to push your training you know you now know the types of food that will fuel you or fill you or all that kind of stuff and know when to push know when to kind of ease back and be sound to Anne mm-hmm. is is I think is a reflection for where you're you you are at to listen to that side of things um and that's a massive credit that's giving you the empowerment to kind of live the life that you want to now um one of the things that Jane also talks about and one of the things that she's really brought in that has improved me as a coach as well and Dallas as a coach and Dallas yes I am talking for Dallas mm-hmm. um was in relation to the food and mood journal because this is something that Jane has brought in. I've read research on it beforehand and all that kind of stuff. But Jane's really brought that in for us uh, as a, a coaching group um, and how you guys use the power of pausing and applying kind of mindful practices to your own nutrition and your own eating. How was this such a big game changer? And kind of how empowering was the, the Food and Mood Journal for yourself? Um, so empowering. It was such... It, w- it was a great kind of introduction to the three months we were doing because we we did it for um, near enough a month, but I did it for maybe four four or five days before I actually had started. So I think I'd spoken with Jane on a Tuesday or Wednesday and I didn't officially start to the following Monday. Yeah. 
So I had those days to kind of, so she basically just explained, I want you to write down how you feel before you have your meal, whatever it is, your snacks, your meals. She goes, I don't care what you're eating or like, you know, I don't care the calories or anything like that. You can write down what it is, but it doesn't, she goes, it's your, it's your feelings. And I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. Cause first off I'm like, oh God, I want to put down, you know, I want it to look like I'm eating really, really well or have really, really good foods or anything, but it wasn't about that. It was about how I was feeling going into it. And it seems like a really straightforward um, exercise. Um, but oh my God, I can't even, even when I would, cause I do a week and then I'd send it on to Jane. And as I was reading, I mean, how I'd feel after a certain meal, especially that first week, because I was still kind of in my old habits of even like breakfast, lunch, dinner, six o'clock, right? Okay. have your snacks or whatever. And I wouldn't even be hungry. And I'd be just doing it because I was doing it for the last you know, year or whatever in lockdown. It was just, it had become this habit. And I then would stop and I'd reflect on it and I would say, oh, I feel really rubbish now going to bed. <laughs> like I feel this, I feel, you know, just like it was pretty clear how I was, you know, that whole, are you nourishing or punishing yourself? And I was a hundred percent punishing myself like in, in that way. And I wasn't eating for fuel. I was eating just to eat. Um, and then as the time went on, I started to really listen to how I felt afterwards. You know, I guess another word that comes with that is guilt. Like as all out those days, it would have been just guilty straight after it. And, you know, just feeling really, yeah, just like, why did I do that? And it just allowed me to kind of reflect on it a little bit more. And, I wasn't eating because I had five sins left or I wasn't eating because I had 500 calories left. I was eating because I wanted to eat and I was eating because I was hungry or because I was enjoying my food. And I think that was it. Jane said something to me. She was just like, you, you're and said in such a lovely way. She was like, you need to, you're eating to, you know, you have all this lovely food. Like she was beautiful, it's delicious. Like, and, but you're, you're not enjoy, enjoying the, you know, the deliciousness of it. You're not like listening to your food or like eating you know, for the right reason, well, I shouldn't say for that, but, you know, basically along those lines. And it just, even though I knew that deep down hearing her say it just made all the difference. And those food and mood diets are so effective because I think what she said first, I'm going to give you a little bit of homework. I'm like, oh, great, let's go. Um, that I, I was so happy with it. And I think unless you do it yourself, you won't notice how beneficial it is because I've said it to a few friends since I said, this is what we did at the start. And they're like, oh, that sounds really interesting. And I mean, having come from the like slimming world and stuff, none of that ever comes into it. You're you're focusing on the foods that are free or that are, oh, I don't know, speed, all those other things. Like I've left swimming world a long time now, but those things still creep back into you. And you're not even, you know, you're, 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 I suppose you talk about the foods that had the lowest calories or that, you know, you know, rather than the foods that are just, you know, enjoyable. I'm eating because I want to, you know, no foods off limit. And like, that wasn't the case those years ago I you know there was foods I avoided because they were bad um because they were had high sins you know even though and just looking at the nutritional side of everything now it just has made me learn so much more but I think by doing those food and mood journals it made me realize how much of a I guess psychological effect that had on me beforehand you know with the cinemas and stuff that I finally stepped out of and really kind of ate for me and just enjoyed my foods for me rather than what I felt I couldn't couldn't have and then when that came all these restrictions that I had given myself lifted and they just they just went away and I just I ate for myself and yeah so I I, I think the approach was absolutely brilliant I love the it, it's it's amazing that when you do the food and mood journal it mm-hmm. allows you to understand where things are coming from um but as you said you also have to do the homework mm-hmm. because 
we don't give out things for the sake of our for the for it's like when a teacher gives you homework like the, it could be seen as being a chore like but also it's there for a purpose but i think that, that you threw yourself into it uh, yeah. and that's a massive credit to yourself and the trust that you put in jane the trust that you put in swf um and the relationship they had with jane and the fact that jane was talking about like nourishing the food and enjoying the nourishing to understand enjoy the food and savor the food because jane's a big foodie mm-hmm. um and actually tasting the food because i think people lose that because they're too busy doing things they're having meals on the go they're not necessarily having the foods that will nourish them more uh, or as leanne ward called it like soul foods that are mm. good for the soul or warm the soul um and how have your friends found the are they doing the food and mood journal since you kind of passed it on or have the how have they found the the, the stuff themselves i think for a lot of them because they'd have seen certain like they'd have been with me the last seven years obviously and they'd have seen certain journeys I've been on they definitely like I know one of them has messaged Jane and one of them like a few a good few of them have started adding E on Instagram and everything like that and kind of just you know really I think if anything they're just excited for me and they listen they I don't know if any of them actually tried the food and mood um, journals because um, I think as well with it even though it was really nice to do it and get what I got from it I really looked forward to hearing Jane's feedback on it because it wasn't just a matter of telling me what I already knew she kind of just would jump into it in such a different approach and go at go look at it from such different corners and it allowed me to to open my mind a little bit more even though I could see it there in black and white in front of me I'm like oh yeah this is what I'm doing I'm I'm eating when I'm full I shouldn't do that it wasn't it wasn't bad and stop doing this and start doing this it just she allowed me to look at it in such a different way so I think unless you're on that and as I'm there preaching and saying it to, to people around me my my friends my sisters and they can see themselves how because they can see it from me and I think they just they appreciate that and they are are you know I suppose happy for me in that sense but I know a lot of them have been really interested and have asked lots of questions and curious because it's not it's not much of a plan like you know with following swimming world where it comes down to numbers and comes down to rules and how you should and how you shouldn't do something you know it's very like and I think people I think people are ourselves they're likely to draw to things like this because it's like right if you do this and you don't do this you'll you'll do okay so I think when people see those rules and slimming rules and stuff like that you kind of are drawn to it because it's like well okay it worked for your one down the road it'll work for me and it does for so so long but with the whole um maintenance and stuff like that or even trying to slip away from it it was just impossible um I it didn't work for me and I do understand that it does work for some people um but yeah going back to the mood diaries I definitely it's something that I think I I will be preaching or be saying a little bit more to people as well because it is it, it is it just allows you to be more reflective and bring about awareness with your your food. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's an incredibly simple but a really really effective tool mm-hmm. in the right hands. Um, mm-hmm. I mean that's that's hugely important. You mentioned about the going out for dinners and stuff like that and having a meal beforehand so that you didn't necessarily kind of go off plan i hate that mm-hmm. bloody word because you can't I be know. off plan if you're not on plan yeah um but how did this the work that you guys did yourself and jane did in relation to giving yourself the unconditional permission to eat the food and what jane has written for me is slow the fuck down <laughs> uh and savor and enjoy the food because as we kind of said it, it, it's one of those things that a lot of us do struggle with mm-hmm um definitely you're right there with the you know take your time savor the food 
um, because I think like that was it. Like, I mean, since the three months I'd have had takeaways, I'd have, you know, had, I'd, I wouldn't have avoided drink or anything like that. I still enjoyed it because I wanted to, to do it. And I think even just if I'm coming from like a busy week at work, I think, you know, I might have a glass of wine at the weekend. I'm going to enjoy that. That would be nice. And I was almost reflecting on it before the, the weekend even came. So I wasn't just doing it because also the weekend I'll have a drink. I, I really wanted that drink and I embraced it and I enjoyed it and, you know, moved on from it. Um, and I think when I was having probably the first um, takeaway when I had started with Jane, she was just like, you know, she didn't tell me what to order. She didn't say, right, you need to order this and don't order that. She just said, enjoy your takeaway, you know, stop when you're full. Um, enjoy it for what it is. Don't, you know, don't over, like, just take your time eating. And that was something, because I am a quite a quick eater. Um, I would, I just did that then. And it was something so simple that from that first experience with Jane, it just, I mean, I could go away and have a, a takeaway the following weekend and I wouldn't feel the need to say it to Jane because I was so confident in like the lessons she had already been teaching me and the approaches she was already teaching me for me to go and just go and enjoy it for what it was and not to dwell on it and not to feel bloody guilty afterwards or for it. Just because you had a takeaway doesn't mean you necessarily have to go and drink or eat, you know, your weight and food afterwards just because, and that was it, you know, that it goes back again to that all or nothing approach like if I was going to have a takeaway I may as well you know do the dog in it basically start again on Monday that thing that was just spinning around in my head for years and years and that went away and you know I was able to have a takeaway and it was a takeaway it didn't mean that I had to feel up, wake up and feel crap the next morning I never did because I was eating like I'm satisfying myself to what it needed without overeating overindulging that was it it was just you know learning that a bit more and just kind of just listening to myself and you know taking it for what it was without just yeah I, I it's it's so simple like even the stages that I'm saying right now you could listen just think yeah well that's that's straightforward and it, it is but like I think from the background I had come from with swimming around and stuff like that you're either on or you're off plan there was like an, I, I'm not here to bash anything like that I'm, I'm just leave that for me it's all right <laughs> I know I mean, Oh, good, good. I'm just really just speaking from my own my own experiences and how it has led me to something as simple as listening and taking your time with eating now. It means so much more than that because that was something I didn't do for years and years. So um yeah, so that that and that all stemmed, I think, from the food and mood diaries and allowed me to um kind of just come about it with a more with more awareness. Uh, and looking in so that that I mean it just goes back to everything from the start yeah like I wanted to feel good in myself yeah that meant by losing weight but it just you know psychologically and everything else there was so much more to it than a number on the scale and I think because with Swimming World that's kind of what it is like I mean you're you're reaching a goal and I mean then seven years ago I did want to lose weight and I did lose weight and it was great but god I have such like you know awful times when I think back and I know what you were saying about it was a journey and you embrace like I don't have any regret whatsoever but there are times when I think back and I just want oh poor Anne like I went to certain stages where oh I remember going to a swimming club one time before I um I was living in Cork and I go to one on a Thursday and I had a lovely weekend at home with my family that weekend and my sister was home from England and we just had a really lovely time we went out for dinner and that Sunday night when I was driving back up to Cork I was like, oh, do you know what? Now I won't go to Slimming World on Thursday. I'll go to the one close to me on the Monday and give myself a good, solid, over a week to taper down. And at that stage, I realized it was it was water retention. It was all these other things. 
I said it will allow me to kind of you know you know have a good good job the following Thursday so I went to this local one on the Monday and stood on the scales and I can't remember what it was up it was probably five or six pounds it was all water retention anyway and I could see the one on the other side of the the scales of her face drop and as she did I, I kind of jumped like I saw her worrying about oh no no it's fine it's fine I'm like almost kind of making an excuse for myself saying oh I actually had a really lovely weekend with my family and I I just you know my actual swimming group is on a Thursday but I said I wanted to give myself a full week and I the consultant heard me and she said oh and you're going to come to mine to do that basically me like I was I maybe affecting statistics or something I don't know but in my head I thought I was doing something right because I mean they say there's so many swimming clubs and go to go to the ones closest to you do this do that that I thought that they would be like fair place you know give yourself a good solid week now but instead I, I think I just annoyed them or you know I, don't, I felt really crap that time and like just like a shaming thing Oh my God, absolutely. And the worst thing about it all was that I, it was probably a good six months before I actually stepped away from it then after that. Um, so yeah, there's things you learn, but things you won't forget either. Um, no, I think that's, that's not a nice, uh, can I imagine that's not a nice feeling like tut, mm-hmm. tut, when you're, when you're, when you're up on the scales and high five when you're down the scales. Yeah. Um, and I think like, you're a lot more of you're a lot more of a person than whatever a scale says about some about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like we've no control over what a scale ultimately says. No. Um, you mentioned kind of the resetting thing, and this is something that we talk about an awful lot. But I do believe an awful lot of people struggle with it because there's an element of a perfection thing that comes from, and there's there's a lot of things that can impact on perfection, like childhood trauma childhood people that are around you family their attitudes towards foods and yourself all that kind of stuff and trying to be the best you can and not getting enough credit for all that kind of stuff what advice would you give to someone that is struggling to reset after say having a takeaway or a meal out or a few drinks on a saturday um i think something i would have loved to have heard years ago i've definitely heard it loads now between all the you know, brilliant people I'm following and just listening to different podcasts and stuff like that is to just, you know, if you have a, if you're treating yourself to, uh, or not treating, just even if, you, if you're treating, <laughs> well done, here you go, have a treat. But no, if you're deciding I want to have a takeaway this weekend because I really want to, I fancy one, I just, you know, I, I, I'd like one, have it, have it, enjoy it, and then move on from it. Don't feel you need to go ahead and do, you know, a lot of exercise to, burn it off or starve yourself the following day just because you did this as if it was something terrible just enjoy it for what it is and just continue on keep going like I mean if it's what you really want if you want to take away have the takeaway if you want a bag of crisps have a bag of crisps if you don't feel like you need to justify it. and that was something I did for ages I'm like I'm gonna do this now because I had a really difficult day at work or I'm really tired or I'm just really stressed about something or I felt like I needed to justify it even not even to me but to people around me no one gives a crap like you, you want to eat if you want to take away have it like and if you know if it's making you feel a certain way afterwards then you know maybe it's something to kind of just you know evaluate and just think you know are you hungry when you're when you're looking for the food or are you not hungry and it's just I think it's just again being bringing in about awareness to why you want something and you know don't feel like you need to justify it or don't feel like you need to um yeah like explain it you know if you want to have it even if you want to have a, a takeaway on a Monday have a takeaway on a Monday if you want to have it you know, if you want to go out for drinks with your friends, don't feel like, oh, I've been so good all week now, I'm going to undo all the great damage I've done or all the great 
you know, progress I've done, which is how I would think. I think why go out on the weekend is going to undo everything I did Monday and Monday to Friday. And it won't. It will if I just allow it to and I just keep snowballing and I have this on and off effect. But just have it for what it is and move on from it and just enjoy it. Enjoy your time with your friends. Uh, enjoy your time with your family because they're they're the things that really, really matter at the end of it. And, you know, you're only taking from it then if you're dwelling on, you know, the guilt or like giving, like having guilt with yourself. If you're dwelling on those things, it takes away from all these amazing memories you can have with your family and friends. So that's definitely something that I would have liked to have heard, I think, back then and to not feel like, you know, I, your worth is valued by how much you weigh or how how you look and, you know, how healthy your diet is or anything like that, you know you know take it for what it is have you create have you curated your feed at all on socials and who you follow now are you a little bit more oh my god yeah oh my god yeah I've, I've definitely had a massive um clean and stuff like that because I would have sort of followed a lot of um you know and I I, I really don't want to come across like I'm because I I do understand that like the, the road I've been on it it was my own journey and it led yeah, me yeah. to where I am now and this isn't me undermining or you know talking down about anyone else I can only speak for my own values because I speak to some people who have had brilliant you know sort of stories with swimming clubs and whatever it may be and brilliant fair play like that is absolutely excellent but I can only talk for myself and I can only say how well it's led me it's definitely taught me things and it's taught me things to not do and you know avoid and stuff like that and I guess if I could change one thing I probably wouldn't have you know battled it for so so long but um yeah it definitely came from like a nutritional side of it because I have like a brilliant like club at home like um gym classes like it's basically and I think that's another thing too I think you need to find something that you enjoy as well because people then focus on the exercise thing side of things you know I don't like lifting weights or I don't like running I don't like this it's just like find something that's good for you like I love I love gym classes and I have that at home and I'm I missed that during lockdown um and now obviously we have that back again now and it is brilliant and yeah so I think it's just by finding something like that that you enjoy um and just balance well with food and like I'm, I'm really lucky I, I've had that for so long because I feel like I've had all the tools around me for so so long like whether just it was calorie- it up. yeah exactly I just couldn't I just you know I just couldn't because I had too much negative I suppose history with all, all the other roads I've been down that I definitely I had all these tools I learned about calorie deficit a few years ago and I had a brilliant gym at home that I love, but there was still something missing. And I definitely think it was my mindset around food and it was how I look at food and it was how I eat and everything like that. And Jane has taught me that um, with simple steps that, you know, I just, I, I mean, I said to you at the start that I'm still every day, I'm like, oh my God, I'm reflecting so much. And I've messaged Jane a few times since like, I was away um, with my with my partner last week and I was there on the Tuesday and I just I had to message Jane I was saying how I um this would have been a time before I'm going away for two days with my boyfriend I'm going to enjoy it but then I come back and I feel crap and you'd obviously have that fear of coming back after being away for such a lovely time I said oh my god I had such a lovely time I said I enjoyed my food for what it was I went down to the gym uh in the hotel which was unreal and it just I had so much fun I didn't do it to undo damage that I thought I had caused or anything it was just I did it because I wanted to it made me feel good and I had lovely food we we, you know I enjoyed the drinks I had for what it was and I just said I wouldn't have done that three months ago I'd have probably come home and just not even stayed in holiday mode but definitely would have just you know wouldn't have wanted to go to the gym or wouldn't have wanted to kind of do anything else because it was all or nothing you know I said I've already been probably eating in a 
surplus for the last three, four days. I may as well continue that until I want. And, you know, it just would snowball and snowball. So it just, it, it it's going to come through the rest of like, you know, day-to-day things for a long time, I think. For forever, probably. Different things I've learned with Jane, like I can never, I can't thank her enough, really. I think that's, I think that's an amazing thing. And I think what also comes to mind is I remember you sent a voice note to Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jane messaged straight away and she was like, I'm going to share this. So she obviously asked for your permission, obviously, yeah. before you, <laughs> she, and she put it up our stories or IGTV, I think it was mm-hmm. at the time. And it was, it was, it was amazing to see because I, I spoke to you off, off air and about kind of like, they're the moments that we love as a coach that the moments like there's progress pictures, which are amazing and have their place or whatever, maybe for that person, but it's the, kind of like the aftercare and the after after which you've mentioned already that you now have the tools to go and live the life you want to have it's not the life that we have suggested for you it's the life that wants that Anne wants to have Mm -hmm. it's not for anyone else it's for you and you've even said to yourself like that your friends your family people around you have noticed a difference and perspective and they're asking you like what's the secret what's the secret give me a secret give me a secret there's no secret no um there is absolutely no secret i think people need to stop looking for that like magic button or this magic supplement or whatever it may be it's nothing to do with that it's be it's the desire to actually want to change mm-hmm. um how have you also improved your own kind of like body awareness and confidence about yourself because this is something that i know from working with predominantly females lads struggle with as well and body, i've struggled with body dysmorphia all through my 20s mm-hmm. and as my teens but improving body awareness is something that's huge and i know jane is an amazing advocate for this and she's she's had her story as well how have you improved that and what would your advice be to potentially your younger self about it i think one would just be to be kinder kinder to myself i think oh, like that that definitely probably the main part of it just be kinder you know I remember when I first started with Jane I had said like I hadn't worn jeans I just stayed with like um gym clothes for like all lockdown and I remember in my head I was like oh I'll probably be like a nearly three months in and I'll put on a pair of jeans and I say I was like two or three weeks in with Jane and I put them on and I sent a picture and she's like oh my god you look great and it wasn't even about how they looked or you know it was how they just and I it wasn't that the jeans weren't fitting me I was avoiding them because I just didn't know I wouldn't feel comfortable in them. So definitely, I think the last seven years, I've definitely been on a journey with like a very love-hate relationship with my body and kind of certain times of the month where you just would feel rubbish and things like that. I just kind of, you know, instead of just dwelling on it and hating it, I'm just embracing it and just thinking this is that. And, you know, being definitely being kinder to myself is probably the main thing I can say that I've definitely taken from this Um you know, look in the mirror and just, you know, rather than pointing out flaws or things that you, oh, I wish I could change this, change that, or no, just embrace it and just enjoy it. And I think a lot of that is because I've been doing this now the last few months, even getting ready in the morning isn't a chore. If I'm going out with friends, it's been, oh, it's been lovely. I've been on time. Like I've been, I've been taking less time getting ready because anything I put on, I'm like, great, look good, let's go. You know, I just, I'm just feeling better in myself that that has definitely helped things. It's not about how it looks. It's not about the aesthetic goal. Like I'm not looking for a six pack here or anything like that. I'm just looking to feel good in myself. And I feel I have achieved that. And yeah, of course there'll be weeks, there'll be days where I mightn't feel that way. And that's okay as well. 
and it's okay to know that this isn't how I'm going to feel now for the rest of my life. I am taking on board to the fact that be it if I'm having a stressful week, if I had a really bad night's sleep, if I'm just, something's bogging me down, I will feel that, like internally I'll feel that. So I'll feel that by looking at myself then and I'll think, you know, you'll you'll have these negative thoughts, these automatic negative thoughts just that come into your head. So I think I just take them for what they are and just move on and just know that any feeling I have like that is short-lived and it's it doesn't need to be um, a permanent thought in my head or something that I need to work towards and the answer isn't to go and kill myself by going for a run or starving myself or avoiding certain foods you know it really is to just be kind to yourself and listen to what your body wants and if if you want to you know have an extra arm bed have an extra arm bed if you want to just not even go to the gym today like you were saying there earlier if it's your cycle like and I've learned that as well like I've definitely said to Jane there's times that I've eased back with the training she gave me because I was feeling particularly tired that day or um I knew it would have I said if I have rather than having four mediocre workouts I'd rather have two unreal workouts and like smash them and just you know at the end of it it's not gonna change anything and I think that was it as well you know I put massive massive pressure on myself to you know if I haven't done this now I'm like oh my god I've failed I've done really bad and you know you'd almost then start telling you start believing what you're telling yourself and it would then affect the rest of your day your week your month like it would snowball then into something totally different so I think it's just to be kinder to myself and to just listen to myself and just take take it day by day don't take it week by week or one month by month just take it day by day you know some people say meal by meal like don't like if it's if it's to do with like what you're having for dinner and stuff like that if you've had a you know if you over I don't know if you ate more than you wanted for breakfast you know that's fine just move on have you know just just take it day by day and meal by meal don't um don't sweat the small stuff I can't remember who says that who started that saying but don't set the small stuff like it's it's so it, it's so true like um they really are just tiny things it's overall like how it would feel i'm trying at the book is here somewhere is it there <laughs> uh yeah it's here somewhere i know someone's shouting at me listening to the podcast right now saying this is the name of the book or this is the author uh, yeah. i'm sure dallas is screaming at me right now <laughs> um yeah don't set the small stuff yeah i think it is um it is about not sweating small stuff there's bigger pillars that play and i love the fact that you said they're like there'll be good body days there'll be kind of like days that you're feeling not let not amazing about yourself but it, like it's it's appreciating the, the the good days and appreciating the days that like you're fitting into your clothes. It's not about a certain size. It's not about a certain brand. It's about fitting into an outfit or how you feel or how you look in your brown pants or you're in naked or whatever it may be. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. And like we could all look at ourselves in the mirror for like 10 minutes, but we'll end up nitpicking or whatever it is. Our mm-hmm. eyes will automatically go to the negative. Our brain focuses on the negative straight away. And if we're expecting our brain not to go to the negative, we're almost trick. We're almost we're lying to ourselves our brain doesn't go to the negative but it's 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 been truly like it's it's been amazing to see from your point of view and the perspective shift um like i know that the weight loss journey is a huge element but it isn't the biggest element it's mm-hmm. the fact that you've got now the tools for yourself that if you want to train you now have the tools to like oh i'm going to push it this week or i'm going to ease off this week i now know that i can have two sessions that are amazing two sessions that are not so amazing because my body may not be at that point or i may be already stressed the fact that you're able to go out for meals now and giving yourself permission to have those potentially other foods that you may not be in life's too short for no ice cream anyway mm-hmm. um um having that improved body awareness having that kind of empowerment that you're now like talking to your friends about it because it's really 
I find that difficult to kind of see with clients sometimes is that like when, when they're with their friends and stuff, they start talking about the weight, they start talking about what diet they're on. And that can't be easy. It's that it's, mm-hmm. it's those people are hurt. They're, those people are putting their own body confidence and body insecurities on themselves. And that's not their fault. It's just that the way that they're not at that stage yet to, to mm-hmm. accept. Um, and I can't thank you enough for kind of being so honest and being so open uh, today and talking about the incredible work that you've, do, you've done with Jane. Um, I'm not sure if you want to give your Instagram handle and get DMs and stuff. Uh, it's completely up to yourself. Um, but like, I can't thank you enough for, for, for having a chat and being so candid and being so open. No, thank you so much, Shane. Um, my my handle is just Andy, <laughs> just straightforward. But um, no, totally. And I'm I I mean, when you asked me, did I want to come on? I first you're like, oh God, will I like what? Do I even <laughs> want to hear what I have to say? Um, you know, so I I am really glad I came on. I am I'm really great or you know honored as well that you would you'd have me on your podcast. Um, I mean, it, it started from listening to you that led me to where I am now. So I mean, I can only thank you for that. So thank you very much. This is where I get awkward. Um, um, but I think, like, uh, but I think it's a, it's a, you've taken a bit of action there yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Like you kind of you kind of listen, listen, listen. Did a bit of research on understanding the pill and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. but you were you you took the, you took the, you took the jump and um, yeah, and you listened to to Jenny or Jen's journey, Jenny Carroll uh, episode and stuff. But uh, guys, if you've enjoyed the episode or you want to pop on a DM or you want to share it up on your story or you want to leave a review up on iTunes or pop a message to Jane and, and kind of work with SWF or whatever, maybe um, pop us a message. Um, we've limited spaces open, um, which is always a good. Uh, we've got the group coaching now if, if one-to-one isn't for yourself. But if you want group and you want to truly, truly make the, the big impact for yourself, I would uh, pop us a message. But Anne, thank you so much for coming on. No, thank you, Shane.